Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 158 in the Word Podcast with Will and Marie. And I'm Will. And I'm Marie. And we are so thrilled. Last time we left off, we were talking about the times of refreshing that comes from the presence of the Lord and spending time in his presence in prayer and making prayer about intimacy, you know, making prayer about fellowship, making prayer about time with him and not just begging sessions, not just petitioning sessions, but sessions of, of not even sessions at all, but just quality time with the Lord where we're just hanging out. Mm, I just want to be with you, Lord. Yeah. Yes. Maybe no specific request comes to mind. And that we that that conversation was precipitated by our looking at Matthew six verse nine about the Lord's Prayer. And we had talked about our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And uh we were just kind of like deconstructing some of the terminology, some of the phraseology in in the Lord's Prayer. And we were just talking about how good, hallowed be thy name mm-hmm. means, you know, Lord, your name be hallowed, your name be exalted. Then yeah. that expresses a relationship of of deity and worshiper. We, we recognize that God is God yes. and we are his creation. And uh, we, so we, we, we stole his name. Yes. We elevate his yes. name. We exalt his name, his position, his presence. And I, I just, I love that read because it, to me, it talks about humility and mm-hmm. submissiveness and, and recognition of who God is and what he can do. Right. That in and of itself should just give us strength and encouragement, knowing that he's able to do exceeding abundantly above all we ask or think. Exactly, exactly. And he says to cast our cares on him and all of that. But what the enemy right. wants to do is keep us from thinking that deeply. He right. wants to, he want he doesn't want us to really know that God is good and right. and what God will do for us and what prayer will do for us. So he tries to keep us either busy or discouraged or doubting or you know all those weapons that he uses to keep us from uh, just being in God's presence, because just think about it. If you if you lived in a place and there was someone there that could um, that loved you and could always um, meet your needs and help you out, and they were just willing to, it's like no payment. I'm just willing to do it. I mean, wouldn't you kind of like gravitate towards that person right. and spend time with that person and all of that? And God does so much more for us than anyone could ever do. And let's not forget the little, well, they're not little things, the things that we call little things, you know, just breathing every day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just being able to talk, being able to see, you know. That's not a little thing. Try not, not breathing. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but what, you know what I'm saying. We expect, right. to, we expect, unfortunately, well, I don't know. We expect that we're going to wake up every day. We expect right. that we're going to lay down every night and get up that next morning. We, we just, it's just habit. We, we just, take it for granted. We take it for granted. But there's so many other little things that could happen to us that we could go through that God keeps us from. And I think when we start thinking about just the depth of his goodness mm-hmm. and the depth of his love, yes, we would pray more. We would spend more time with him. But like I said, the enemy wants to keep us busy, if nothing else, keep us busy and keep us from thinking about those things and really seeing God for who he is. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
And and you're so right. When you were saying that, I was I was thinking of what it says over in Revelation 12, uh, verse 9. Actually, we're doing a, um, a, a in-depth study in Revelation in our Sunday morning worship services. And um, this scripture comes to mind in, in the 12th chapter, verse 9, and it says, And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceived the whole world. He was once cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. And here, here's the part that, that, that really makes me think. The latter part of verse 10 says, For the accuser of the brethren is mm-hmm. cast down, yes. which accuses them before our God day and night. And that's what you were saying. The enemy tries mm-hmm. to distract us, mm-hmm. to deceive us, to right. to to get us disoriented, to get us away from thinking about, reflecting on, meditating on, marinating on the greatness of God, yes. the goodness of God, yes. the power of God, the yes. mercy of God, the grace of God. Yes. And so he's just accusing us the way he did Job before God back in Job chapter one. Exactly. He's always trying to throw interference in our in exactly. our face. Keep us out of the presence of yes. the Lord. And it was Psalm sixteen eleven that uh, ah. it says, "In your presence, in your presence, in your presence is fullness of joy. Yes, in your right hand there are pleasures forevermore." Now that's what God says when I'm in His presence, full of joy. Right. But Satan is saying that's why He's trying to keep us from being in God's presence. Right. Because he doesn't want us to experience that, that fullness, fullness of, of joy, joy that comes from the right. presence of the Lord. And I love the word, you know, the qualifier there, fullness of joy. Fullness. You know, not just, not just temporary ju- joy, exactly. fleeting joy, partial joy, yeah. incomplete joy, yeah. a little joy, yeah. but fullness of exactly. joy. Exactly. That is that is yes. great. It's such a such a promise, such a uh something to meditate on all the time mm-hmm. and not let it slip in your presence, God is fullness of joy. So if I'm walking, what that says to me, if I'm walking around with no joy, then I'm not in his presence. I'm not right. practicing being in his presence. And I think that's what that means. Like make a decision every day that you're going to be in the presence of the Lord. You're going to glorify him and give him praise right? in spite of what's going on in, in our lives. We just right. got to be diligent and, and um, disciplined to do it. Right, right, absolutely, absolutely, and and he also in that same passage there that you were reading, in in Psalms sixteen mm-hmm. verse eight says, and this is something that you have quoted often, I have set the Lord always before me, mm-hmm. because He is at my right hand and I shall not be moved. Yes. And I, I I love that you know you know keeping the Lord ever ever before us, mm-hmm. always making sure. You know that gets us down to the, the climatic verse that you read there in verse eleven, but it, but it started with with what you know the, the psalmist was writing. You know mm-hmm. that I that you know it expresses how he got there. Right. It gives us sort of a a roadmap into how he got to that point where he received the fullness of joy. He put the Lord always always before him, and you, you know, know what? I will bless the Lord at all times. Go ahead, and that kind of goes. It's like. Okay, in Psalms 101, now the one you read says, I will put the Lord always before me, right? Mm-hmm. Psalms 101, and he's instructing us I for us to, 
say, I will set no worthless thing before my eyes. So I'm putting the Lord before me. I'm choosing to do that rather than setting any worthless thing before my eyes. Because when you take that in, it doesn't just go away. The effects of what we take in, I believe, have an effect on our walk as as believers, trying to walk in the spirit rather rather than walking in the flesh. flesh. So that's Psalms 101.3. Right. It's wow. a good one. The whole thing is really, really, really good, the whole chapter. Oh, yeah. Psalms 101, Psalms 100, mm-hmm. Psalms 103. 104. Yeah. yeah. Uh, d- basically all 150 <laughs> Psalms. <laughs> 104 <laughs> talks a lot about our provision, what God has provided, things that we may forget about and not think about. Right. They're listed in Psalms 101.4, I think. Yeah. But I know it's helpful. I know that much. It It just shows... Uh, reminds us of things that God has put into place and put mm. into order for our benefit. Lord, please help us to just immerse ourselves yes. into your word, Lord. Yes, May Lord. we just become yeah. enthralled by your word, that it'll change us, that it will yes. give us just a fullness of joy because we will put nothing else in front of us. We will put nothing else in your place, yes. but we will submit ourselves to you so that you can be the Lord of our lives and that you can receive all of the glory, honor, and praise. Or may our life just come up before you as a sweet smelling savor, a sweet smelling aroma that that brings glory to you, that brings honor to you, that identifies how great you are and how good you are. May our life just be a living testimony of who you are and what you have done. And Lord, don't let us forget that. Please help us to be cognizant of that and not let the enemy accuse us and depress us and discourage us and distract us from the things that we need to be about, Lord. Help us to be about our Father's business and know that you are our Father in heaven and hallowed be thy name and your kingdom will come. And we just thank you, Lord, and we praise you for this time. Lord, please be glorified in our lives and we will be edified by your spirit and your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you. We will see you next time. Amen.